And where's the where's the thingy? Where's the thingy? There. What thing are you looking for, buddy? The this one. That one. Hello, yeah. hello, hello. You found the button, How Andrew. I'm button? proud of you. I did find the button. My extremely professional skills at starting a live stream, because we do this all the time. What we definitely haven't only made one about? of our Watt Fantasy Draft streams. It's true. <clears throat> it's true. Damn. So, it's that time of year again where the sun hits that window, right? And just messes <laughs> with my visuals. Well, see, what it is, yep. is that's your future, and it's so bright you have to wear shades. You're welcome. Spinning You're welcome. straight facts, as always, Andrew. Hello, everyone, hey. and welcome back to another episode of the Black Tower Podcast. We are a Wheel of Time podcast. Shocker, surprise. You had no idea. That's what we were talking about. You thought it was Star Trek, but no, it is Wheel of Time. Oh. I am one of we your hosts, was Andrew. Star Trek, but You're Bajan Mahale, and if you don't know where that name's from, well, then uh, either continue to watch the show as it comes out or read the books. And that's all you'll get from us today, Correct. because today is a very special episode. But before we get into how special the episode is, talk about how special my co-hosts are. Oh, I'm so special. You are the most special. Yeah. Uh, it's time to get looped up. It's time to get tainted up because I'm I say it every week and I mean it every week. I'm so damn excited to be here. It's just great. It's great. I love it. You guys know me by now. I'm Josh. And if you don't know me, well, you're lucky because you're getting to meet me now for the first time. And I am the bad luck Mahale, the one that everybody is like, oh, now I have to meet that guy. Uh, you're Amintan <laughs> Mahale, Daniel. Uh, and as stated, we three make up the Black Tower podcast. Uh, if you want to know anything more about us, we're going to make this somewhat short, sweet, and to the point today because, as Andrew mentioned, uh, we it is a special day. So if you want to know about us, please pop over to Black Tower Pod, that is P-O-D, dot com. Uh, you can get all of your information that you need there, uh, including, yeah, it'll still be before the Gathering Madness for this. So you have like a week, week and a half left to go ahead and get stuff set up for the Gathering Madness. Yep. Uh, there's information on our website. If you don't know what that is, it is our annual get-together uh, across the country. The three of us get together. We invite lots of other people who uh, like the Wheel of Time to get together with us. We have lots of fun. This year, it is at Evermore Park in Utah. So definitely come on down. Have a great time. Uh, I know that we all will. Um, and yeah, uh, also, once you are done with our website, pop over to one of our two merchandise stores, uh, either Spreadshirt or the important one, New Creations by Jen. They're doing great work over there uh, with a lot of the Wheel of Time community, content creators and such. So pop over, get all your stuff that you would like. Uh, there's some really fun stuff like our Two River Sniper shot glasses, um, a number of different stickers, things like that. So, uh, And they are the ones who have the vast majority, if not almost all, of the Frosty Mug Society. So go on over, two. get that. 
The only two they do not have is the Dusty Wheel, which is on Zazzle, and mm -hmm. the WatCon one, which is available uh, at WatCon. Indeed. So, or some variation of there. I think we did some online shopping for that. That's another fun thing to plan on. Go ahead and plan on awesome. next year. Uh, tickets are already on sale for JordanCon for April 2024, so go to jordancon.org and check those out. Um, we'll be there. You should be there, too, just because it's fun and you get to be nerds with the rest of us. Same thing. Uh, well, not same thing, but WatCon. Keep your eyes out for more WatCon news as that gets ready uh, for 2024. But with all that said and done, we have Wait, before we do that, member of the tower. Excellent. Perfect. That was what I was going to say. So you're already on. Welcome. Top. I love it. <laughs> Welcome to the tower at the rank of dedicated. We have recognized your skill, a.k.a. your financial support of what we do here. Uh, so thank you very much for choosing to support us and we appreciate it Mattias. welcome to the tower welcome to the rank of dedicated you know what you had to do to get here we would go into it more but we can't for this episode that is true and to give you a better idea of why we can't go further into that this episode we have some fantastic and lovely guests that we're going to bring onto the screen now to say hi say hi guys What's going on? What's going Hello. on, y'all? I just must say, uh, before we get started, I didn't know whether or not Josh was going to be Brother Heavy Metal or Brother Two Turnt after seeing that poor <laughs> 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 um, But I guess so this episode will let us know. <laughs> yeah, the answer is Two Turnt. Brother Two Turnt. All the time, man. always. He is Brother Two Turnt. All the time. <laughs> Uh, oh, or that's as, the only way to be, really. <laughs> Actually, you guys, you guys will know this. Uh, I think that Josh is really brother to taint. Um, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> but welcome, guys. How y'all doing tonight? Man, doing pretty good. good. Man, doing pretty good. Excited Excellent. to be on here. Appreciate y'all for the invite. Absolutely. Yeah, Hell yeah! We're Absolutely. excited to have you. So you want to go ahead and. For those that somehow made their way into listening to us and don't know who you are yet, would you like to go ahead and tell everybody who you are, what you do, where they can find you, all that fun stuff? Absolutely. So if we go back to the birth of me, I was in my mother's ah. womb. And I, was, uh, I knew it. a lonely black young man inside that dark, lonely, lonely chamber. No, I'm playing. But anyway, we're eating in the everyday Negroes, however you want to put it, however you want to say it, um, composed of us three right here um also originally started with a brother my good friend of mine named andre he passed earlier this year so i don't want to fail to mention oh, him um yeah, but yeah so a channel full of fun reactions reviews discussions and all of those things and then along the journey we we stumbled across the will of time and it's just been a blast ever since with that show so that's a little bit about me my name is addison carrie and i'll let you introduce yourself i'm carriana um this is my cousin addison um I've always joined his projects and his fun things throughout <laughs> birth till now. He, we always like our parents met us. He's like my cousin brother, if you will. So nice. we grew up, we grew up pretty tight and um, I'm just here for the ride. I've loved the wheel of time community as well. It's right up my alley and um, I'm, I'm excited to be here. So what you're saying Hell is yeah. when he said that he was a lonely black man in the womb, he's <laughs> lying because he well, actually had you like right there, like well, actually, waiting he, on deck. He had me to just hang out there years later. Like I would say, okay, what was right, it? Like fair. seven, eight years later. But he had <laughs> some people fair. in between. Right. 
And he was with his mother. So I think that's the least lonely you could be. We need to get bonded time first before we get bonded. Yeah. Yeah, we need to do that. Understood. Me, I am Brandon, a.k.a. Geech. That is the nickname. Um, I'm from Memphis. That is something we have to say as Memphians. You, we have to let everybody know that we're from Memphis, mm. Tennessee, not Detroit, not across the water in Egypt, Memphis, <laughs> Tennessee. And also something that y'all may not know that Memphis is actually not a part of Tennessee. Memphis oh. is its own thing. Tennessee is Tennessee. Memphis is Memphis. So mm-hmm. I just had to let y'all know that. Uh, Dropping some knowledge. Dropping yeah, some yeah, knowledge. yeah. That's Memphis knowledge, not U.S. knowledge. Not <laughs> yeah. That's just Memphis knowledge. <laughs> Memphis knowledge also led him to believe I was eating spinach, but it was kale earlier. So mm. keep that in mind. But it was dry. It was not. Like I said, it was naked. It was olive oil. It was naked kale. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were eating. But, um, I, I grew up in the in the south, and if it's green and leafy, I, I assume it's lettuce too. So, <laughs> yeah, I lettuce or spinach—that's about all I got. Yeah, that's why I say I was spinach. It was looking a little too green, so I assumed it was spinach. Hmm. I got some very vibrant green. Right yeah, now. that does make me think spinach. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's us, man. That's that's a little yeah. bit about us. Excellent. So okay, so, I didn't say how I knew you. Oh, go ahead, my yeah, fault. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, me and Addison went to college together. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Good amount of time ago, actually. It's been like no ages now. I mean, Just leave it at that. Hey, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. But yeah, it's like my first age a minute ago. Damn, yeah, someone yeah. Say. like at seven nineteen. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's actually how we all three of us met. Uh, me, Addison, and Andre, we met in college. And nice. Where'd you guys go? Austin P. Yep. State. Nice. University. Nice. Sounds good. Jeez, I don't want to think about it. This December, I've graduated college seven years ago. Jeez. Mm. Man. That seems kind of similar to you guys. Hey, you all got to talk seven. about it. Oh, Not me. Yeah. Not me. You know, older than me. And then, what you know, a long time ago. Right. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you, you know, know, Josh, I'm sorry. Not all of us were there for the Big Bang, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Look. <laughs> okay, somebody caused the Big Bang, and it was definitely one of us. <laughs> Pretty sure it was two turn Josh. Two turn Josh. So, for this episode of the Black Tower Podcast, we're going to do something that is exceedingly, well, not exceedingly rare, but relatively uncommon for us. And there will be absolutely no book spoilers beyond, beyond book one, with uh, very broad spoilers for book one and anything that might spoil you from the TV show. There will, however, be full spoilers Wait, from Little Time Season 1, which, uh, <laughs> let's be fair, if you haven't watched Season 1 yet, then what are you doing? Why are you here? How'd you find us? Who is your source? And who do you work for? <laughs> who um, sent you? Contact. Who sent you? <laughs> and then uh, at the point we're recording this, which is the, uh, what? what is the, the 19th? Yeah, 19th mm-hmm. of September, up through episode five of season two. That's all that is out publicly right now. Not that I know that anything is out privately. I'm assuming that the Amazon executives have at least seen the rest of the show and we haven't, but um, so yeah, that's what we're going to do. That's a whole season season big assumption, buddy. Well, the whole season is available to some. To I don't, some. I, to I, the I, elites. I disagree. <laughs> I, I disagree, Josh, because I think... um they still have to find a way to revive Brother Uno. So I don't think the other rest of the season I mean, is well, out here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're furious. They got to find, find a way to rewrite him back in, you know? 
Ain't no I mean, like someone gonna blow that horn. That's what's that's, gonna happen. That's you coming know? in the uh, <laughs> the in between season movie. They're gonna do a movie. In the oh, oh, in the <laughs> Uno, the Adventures of Bloody Uno, the Search for Bloody Uno. Uno I can't, I can't find the meme. You don't have to search for him. I found him. He's right there. There the it board. is. Uh, he is definitely not there. Anymore. Oh, oh man, y'all had the, how did y'all had this on deck to show us this? Golly. Uh, it was the I'm thing that broke Jack. So <laughs> this guy, gonna have this guy out. right here. This Y'all guy right here. Way too fast. Yeah, that was way too fast. Somebody's wallpaper at that point. Yeah, right. So, so I will say this. Well, let me. Since since we just gave out the disclaimer that the the topic of tonight is the TV show, we're getting into the TV show. We're chewing on that. Speaking of, actually, what? really quick, Andrew. Is it possible that we can have a banner for this one, for a TV show, or are we? Uh, yeah, yeah, we I good? can make one real quick. Okay. Go ahead, Josh. I'll make the banner. Yeah, 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 we got lots of banners. We got banners for days, son. Okay. Um, <laughs> the uh, for the books, have you guys have you guys read any, some or all of the books? Just like, what's your book progress? That is good information for our audience to have, but I do love that we all know the answer on here. So, <laughs> so for me, why I said it was up my alley is I am an avid reader. I love fantasy specifically, and he brought me on to a Discord chat, and they were like, you should read these. You would love them. And I would say from the premise of the show that I would love them, but I haven't gotten started I am a full-time student and like I read like that there's a bajillion characters and like all this stuff. So I've been reading my casual reads right now. So long story short, I haven't started, but I would love to start. You know? Hey, so, hey, the, the TBR list is real. Okay, look. Oh, absolutely. No judgment, no judgment, no shame. Hey. So long and it just gets short, longer short and longer. Her, the answer is no. Long story short. He feels so good about himself <laughs> so, that he I have, read one. TLDR. I haven't started yet. I have breaking news. I must confess. I've been lying for too long. I have not read the book, actually. I've not read book one because I listened to it. Okay. That's why I will fail. That is why I will fail every spelling test from anybody's name. In the show. <laughs> so I've only listened to it. Yeah, speaking hey, of that, it makes you feel better. I still struggle writing Nynaeve. So. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to do a shout out too for Jenny, who who was with me for book one and kind of walked me through that process where we have the uh, the whole playlist of a first time reading that and enjoying it. So yeah, shout out Jenny nice. for that too. Brother Brand, it is say, time for you. But go ahead, my father. I will say, say this though. I will say this though. It's not going to help you with your pronunciation game either, because. <laughs> Ouch. You, you, you uh, might out be of curiosity, right. That's why we have did, you, did you listen to it a while ago uh, when there was only the one version with uh, Kate Reading and Michael Kramer, or did you listen to the one mm, that's question. newer with Rosamund Pike? Rosamund Pike. That's the one I listened to. Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Copy Pike. that. Yeah. Which was a good one. Oh, she is. killed it. She killed it. She did a really good job. And if we're being completely honest, while I mad respect for Michael and Kate, 100%, they're actually really awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. And they're also awesome human beings. Uh, Rosamond has less pronunciation funniness 
going on okay. with the books. Okay. She definitely does more consistent pronunciation between one and two gotcha. uh, than is in the original Kate and Michael uh, recordings. I sure, I'm sure they did an excellent job. So I'm going to just they say, did. out of respect for them, I'm not even going to listen to their version because I don't want to critique it too hard after hearing Rosemary <laughs> Park. So out of respect for them, I want to I want to keep them in a, uh, what do you call it, behind-the-door love situation since I hadn't heard there them. There you so. go. <laughs> I mean, in, in their defense, too, like at the time where they were asking uh, Robert Joyner for clarification mm -hmm. on how to pronounce things, mm -hmm. it was like very slow, maybe email correspondence, I think is what uh, mm -hmm. they said. Got you. So. Got you. Yeah, you know, it's like, how do we say There's this? And then reason. by the time the next one comes around to record, you know, a, a year, year and a half later, you know, you've definitely forgotten how to how to pronounce it, and things have changed as well. So, yeah, there's definitely a couple words that change pronunciation from book from one, book two, book? three, and on. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All it's right, a and, continuous uh, refinement process. And, and, and last but certainly not least, we go to the Geech. <laughs> the Geech. Um, uh, no. I have not read anything. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. And he will not. I didn't say oh. I will not, but <laughs> I probably won't. That's what it is. I probably won't. Uh dating back to maybe it's high school, something like that. That was probably like the last time where I was like, I'm reading for me oh. on my own type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Once I hit college, it kind of made me like. I don't want to read ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just be honest. Oh, with I feel that. Oh, <laughs> what about audio? Books, what about like comics? Comics are different. That's not reading uh, to me. Uh, <laughs> well, did you know? That's did like, you know that for book one there are comics for Wheel of Time? There are. Hey, matter of fact, I think hold this. For oh me. no, you are not. No. So shout yes. out, shout out, Kate. Sir. Shout out, Kate. Sir. These are, these are in the studio. <laughs> Have not, I'm not gonna lie, I've just been flipping doing like, man, this looks good. Have not read it yet, but these are good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are good. Oh. They are very good. There you go. Uh, now, that that uh, is probably the closest that I'll get to actually reading the book. And then they, be... our uh, supporters and stuff was like, it probably would be best to have one of us that hasn't read the book at all. So that was actually what I was literally about to say. Is I volunteered myself. I'll take volunteers tribute. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Especially really given that you guys that. are sort yeah, of introducing yeah. or being introduced to the TV show right mm -hmm. off the bat. Uh, I, I I was actually legitimately going to say it might be better for one of you to legitimately just watch the TV show for its mm -hmm. entertainment value and for its consistency with itself mm -hmm. rather than worrying about the consistency of the TV show to the books. Because, of course, all three of us started this before, you know, four years, three mm -hmm. years before the TV show ever even came out. So if any of us hadn't read the books, they would have just been sitting there twiddling their thumbs for a number of years. Mm -hmm. But now that you guys are, are getting into it with the TV show, I I respect that Brandon has volunteered as true. Because, yeah. yeah, you know, again, I, I respect, I respect that so much, Daniel. <laughs> That I volunteered to stop reading and have him pick up where I left off. <laughs> the story is just too good for him to miss out. You right. can't so, do that <laughs> because you already got something going on with Jenny. Hey, I'm just I can use that little mini black flicker thing and like forget everything and, and go. For <laughs> <laughs> just it's just an eye exam. It's an eye exam. <laughs> flicker, flicker, flicker. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, all right, cool. So let's dive in here just a little bit as far as uh, we've definitely gotten on our show, you know, some of our general thoughts about the about seasons one. Mm-hmm. We've a lot of thoughts about season one uh, and some definitely thoughts about season two. Uh Anyone jump in here as far as as you guys are concerned? Uh, what are you thinking about the show? Like, what are some of your favorite things that have happened? Uh, what are things that you're hoping to happen later? Uh, you know, all of that stuff. Just give us sort of general <laughs> thoughts about the show so far. Um, seasons one into season two, episode five. It's a good question. I think um, since Kariana has experienced this, the freshest, the newest out of all of us. I think this might be a good one for you to tackle first. So what if I loved in season one and or throughout the entire show or just talk, talking about season one right now? Uh, just general thoughts. Like literally anything that you've loved, oh, so. anything you've hated, oh. anything, you know, whatever. Literally just what are your sort of general thoughts about what they're doing and how they're doing it and, you know, that uh, kind of deal. Gotcha. Yeah. So like I discussed before, in the Discord, I am an avid reader, and specifically one of my favorite genres is fantasy. So mm-hmm. I think that there were a lot of similar tropes within the show that were like recognizable and kind of somewhat like comforting to me as somebody that does like big journey books and like big mm-hmm. journey world building fantasy books. Um, so off rip, I. I kind of had like an expectation of they don't know who the chosen one is or the dragon in this scenario and (laughs) they you know are kind of all conflicted you're starting to see their personalities and where everybody kind of fits in so that I think overall the overarching like trope and storyline of Wheel of Time being comforting to me as somebody that likes this genre of film and literature that was one of my favorite parts um least favorite like character types i guess i would say yes um i get that nanive nanive is strong and she's powerful and she's all of these things um but my least favorite thing and like the books that i read or things like that or most frustrating is when someone is just like overzealous and cannot hone it in you know they told us to dive in, not swim every lap back and forth. But look, look no, at my this class. is great. You're, this is exactly what I was looking for. As no, diving without yeah. swimming is is just it's point, drowning. It's crashing, it's burning. Yeah, it's, it's a belly flop. It's a big old it's belly flop. Really just really flop. <laughs> I like have the longest answers ever too. So just no, it's great. Put those out whenever you want. Thorough. Oh, oh no! What, what will we ever Thorough do? Answers. Yes, they get it. <laughs> All right, uh, you obviously uh, have like real shaky opinions too. So right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in school right now, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah, see, that's you. You're in the the school brain, so you got to be thorough. Like, <laughs> I would say work. this Some is the school brain, it. but this Some is my summer brain. It. This is my vacation brain. <laughs> this is just my brain. So quick question, because <laughs> you brought it up and I, I love that so much in terms of the the slight difference between sort of the, the TV show and other things. Addison, question for you. When mm-hmm. did you actually listen to the books before or after watching season one? After watching season one. So I don't after watching season one. Happened in season one and then I read, listened to the audio book. Yep. 
Fantastic. So curious question for all of you. Anyone can jump in. You can all answer whatever makes more sense. Um, did any of you have an idea of who the dragon was before that sort of final episode or the second to last episode? I or it was were you sort of jumping around as far as people? How did they do as yeah. far as actually throwing you off the trail of the dragon? Did you all think it was Rand? Did you all think it was somebody else? Like what what was your thoughts there? We we clearly uh, have one. I always thought it was Rand going on. <laughs> for me, well, she's the smartest one. So for me, it kind of it bounced between maybe two or three people. Okay, because it was like at one moment I kind of thought it was Matt, and then okay. in one moment I thought that it was Naive, mm-hmm. and then in one moment I thought it was Rand. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you an explanation on why for each character. So with Matt, the way his mind was working and how easily swayed to the evil side he was mm. that's what made me think oh this is gonna turn out bad he mm. he might be the mm. dragon and tear some stuff up <laughs> <laughs> but then i kind of because he never showed anything you know he like to yeah. this day he still hasn't shown in the show he hasn't shown any like power or i mean he doesn't even have willpower <laughs> you know what i'm saying so that's what kind of made me like no, nah, I'm good. You saw what that willpower did to Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, eat the Lord. Chris God Rock, name out Chris, your mouth. <laughs> Chris Rock clearly said, "Sometimes you gotta play tambourine." <laughs> and Will Smith said, "Sometimes Chris Rock, you are the tambourine." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, but, uh, it be like that sometimes. Okay. Uh, so, but with Nynaeve, because of that episode where she brought everything back to life, mm-hmm. man, that had me thinking, oh, she got to be that one, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And then they were like, ah, it was signs like, eh, maybe, probably not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I started thinking after I saw, um, even within that episode, when I saw uh what's his brother's name? Um Perrin? fake Jesus looking good. Logan. Rand. Logan. Oh, Logan. Oh, oh <laughs> Lord have mercy. You feeling some type fake? of way about <laughs> Jesus, man. I can I can get behind no, no, but accurate descriptions are accurate. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I saw bro, him, my that's bro what got Alvaro Morte just hurt right here. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of got my wheels turning like, okay, Mm -hmm. maybe it takes the opposite or whatever Mm -hmm. to defeat. Because they keep on saying, you know, like the women, men don't need the power. Men don't need the power and all that kind of stuff. So maybe that's when I started thinking maybe it is Mm -hmm. Rand. Because I knew it wasn't Perrin because he was going through some things with his wolfing. (laughs) And non-wolfing, you know, he was trying not to wolf. But, you know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's what... Kind of got got me thinking, even though you know Nynaeve came through and cleared everything out mm-hmm. and made everything right. Uh, but eventually, I kind of figured out within the, probably really the next episode that it was Rand. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. All right. So, so for me, um, <clears throat> from the jump, I thought it was Rand just because we got uh, Caucasian guy, red hair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he just looked like a main character type yes. of guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
But the only how thing right you are, <laughs> I mean, I just gotta, I just gotta so call accurate. it what it is. I gotta call that's, it what, like if Mike now, if Michael B. Jordan, if Michael B. Jordan was in the movie, I'll hide it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> might, that might be a toss up. But we had, we then, had then you're like, wait, but, wait there's no bro, other person in the Addison, background. At this point, if Michael B. Jordan was in the movie, he would be the dragon. <laughs> Even if it wasn't Rand, that's Michael B. Jordan would be the dragon. At least one of the versions of the dragon. So, so we had that anime logic behind it. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> do an anime. Who has who has the craziest hair? That's the main <laughs> that, is a fact. that is a fact. But then flipping things on backwards, it I was only slightly second guessing myself because this is one of the first shows where I've seen women like this dominant mm. over men. So I thought mm. if they're going with that type of story arc, then maybe they may flip the whole thing on his head and not have a male be the dragon and maybe have Ooh. a female be the dragon. But I would say I was a. Uh, Probably 80, 85, 90% sure that it was ran, but curious if they might hit us with a little 360. Sure. Okay. No, so I, I, I have a question really for like you, that. Madison. Okay. Since you've, since you've listened to the first book, mm-hmm. what do you think about the, the difference in how they show or hide that Rand is the dragon in the book versus kind of how they show or hide that Rand is the dragon in the TV show? Because I'm curious if you... If you have the same opinion on it that I do. That's a great question. I feel like in the show, they made that like a season one storyline. And I feel like it was apparent from like the first page of the book that you read that Ren was the dragon. Like um, Mm. he was the man. He was the main character from that standpoint. So I don't even feel like that was a question, so to speak, especially amongst his peers. Um, And and considering Matt, Perrin and Egwene, I don't even feel like that was a question about that at all from the book standpoint. Yeah. So you think maybe they did the inverse in the TV show? Oh uh, yes, I that, feel like in that's the what TV I feel show, like. Yeah, yeah, because in the books it's like Rand, 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 mm-hmm. and in the TV show it's everybody except for Rand until you get to that's like the last two and a half, maybe three episodes. Yep, that is everybody hates Rand. What? <laughs> they love Shout Christmas, out to everybody hate hates Rand, Rand podcast. <laughs> is that an actual podcast for real? It is an actual <laughs> podcast. Wow. I don't think I, I don't think Cariana would be welcomed on that. They would I don't, shit at me as a special guest. Cariana's probably blacklisted yeah. from now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's. I well, think they're I both like to... uh have degrees in English and they talk about uh, the books. Mm-hmm. I oh, do have better. constructive criticism for Rand. Like I don't just love him blindly, but. You definitely should have constructive <laughs> criticism. Rand is a very uh he's, criticizable character. Yeah, he's he's flawed for sure. I just think yeah. Joshua, yeah. whoever plays him, is mm-hmm. he's not oh, flawed. Yeah. He's not really oh. flawed though. As long as you don't I voice those you. criticisms around a certain Salde, uh not Saldean, um Shinarin. Who uh <laughs> you'll find out about later, you'll be fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look, okay, but but that's that actually kind of jumps into the next thing because like one of the things, one of the things that um, that that kind of cheesed me off about the show was at the <laughs> end of season one, the the season finale, and Addison, you're gonna know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. is that the the finale of season one and the finale of the books are very very different. Yep. Um, now, uh, don't get me started, Cariana. Don't Brandon, you, you maybe a little know. bit there, Daniel? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys aren't going to know, obviously, but I would like to get your perspectives on what you thought of the season finale of season one. Like, did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you have questions about it? And then, um, at the end of that, Addison, what 
compare and contrast for us? Like, what did you think? Gotcha. What did you think about the ending? Um, I I kind of expected it in a way. Obviously, if he was to defeat the Dark One, season one, there would be no show to be had. Um, so I, especially with like the experience and like the long series books that I've read, like, oh my gosh, we're reaching a climax. We're going to be the end. We're going to have some relief. No, it's just some other villainous helper um, in the end. Um, so I kind of was expecting something of that sort. I did think it was near the end where they kind of explained how they go back like 3000 years. Like that was really interesting to me like that. Like I fixated on that one a lot, but it was, it was kind of to be expected. I like when Egwene became powerful and like brought Nynaeve back, if you will. So, so you like that? Like you thought that was a good. I like that because I, even now in season two, I think Egwene has not hit her like full sleigh, which I'm hoping that is being brought out with, by her by season or by episode six coming out. Um, but I feel like she's always tried to play it by the book, be teacher's pet, Hermione-esque-ness. And when she just kind of raw unleashed and brought Nanive back, like no holding back. Where I think Nanive does that too much. I don't think uh, Egwene does it enough. I enjoyed that. See, so I want to pause. You. I want to pause her right there real quick because I want to know what your definition of full slave is because I'm scared of that definition. Some people say <laughs> full slave is saving the world. Not. I feel like Carrie's full slave. She wants to see in the Egwene. answer to this question. She wants to see Egwene just behead like three thousand men or something. That's gonna be that full could slave. be a full see, that, slave. And that's the problem. For, what, hey, what about oh, if world? those three thousand men deserve it, I'm down with the full slave. Right. It's just we the get problem into this. Of, who's gonna raise all the kids, and then they're gonna be called. I think women traditionally. <laughs> who's gonna raise the kids? We get in this argument all the time because I get violent watching the show, and everybody's like has comments uh, about it. A lot like, of knuckleheads running around. Keep carry on away from this. Some people love it, like like Daniel here. Some people love what I call a full oh, slay. Um, and I need, I need, I mean, naive by the. I, I don't know. You got it. I think Egwene is gonna hit that full slay coming up, and I was excited to see a glimpse of that at the end of. Season one is all yeah, I gotta yeah. say. Is all I gotta say. Expected. Is there, I, I like, like it. Is, is there like anything it. you've seen specifically, like maybe even after season one, maybe even I don't know uh, as early as last Thursday, <laughs> uh, that might make you think that maybe Egwene's about to hit, or at least start hitting her full sleigh arc. Yeah. So it's she's already been torn. I'll, I'll set it up like this. She's already been torn down. Rand is dead. Wait till she finds out what he's been up to. Oh, Secondly, no, that would make me pissed. that would make me hit my full slate to say the least. Um, <laughs> then how about her homegirls literally left her? Like, come on now. They didn't really leave her, but she was she got caught up. You know what I'm saying? Um, and she got chained by the what's their names? Sean Chin. And the preview for the next episode, they got her in that dungeon. And I think you are you either eat or you're you you're eating, you know? Mm, I so it. I think she's going to eat next episode, and I'm excited for that. Because I wouldn't so say she's my fave, but I need to see. That's some. fair. If I if I thought my significant other was dead, 
and then I found out they were all fornicating in the foregate, I'd be pretty right. good. <laughs> Are you guessing or not? No, 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 no. Fornicating in the foregate. Every city to the ground. She has been holding out for this man for I don't know exactly how long. Yeah, nah, that's a fact. But wait, 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 wait. My, <laughs> my heart's racing. What about that time about she dumped him though? Okay, okay. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, the no, no. As the only woman present right now, I'm going to say the mindset behind that. The breakup is just like she wanted him to like try, like he. This is what I was saying my critique season one is. He kept hitting the whiny baby arc, and that literally made my skin crawl. Like, it made me want to, like, like <laughs> she was trying to get about that business, honestly. Like, take care of things, whatever. He's whining every stop. Like, I could not take that. So the breakup was not, like, legitimate. Like, they're in these extenuating circumstances where it's like, if you love that person – we're going to see past it. This is a conflict. This is a this. This is a that. And it's not even mind games. She was just. It was a tactical breakup. Yeah. It was just like right better. now. <laughs> right now we can't. Like, so it was so no love to lost. the first breakup but, when they're when they're in season one sitting on the side of the mountain and she <laughs> lets him know, no, I chose to go ahead and be. That's a fact. And like, <laughs> okay. Andrew's speaking facts right now. Does that apply right to that situation or does it apply to after they leave the two rivers? Because after the two rivers, I would agree. In that moment, I think they're both definitely equally wrong because he is definitely whining about her not talking oh, to him. But she also yeah. like made a decision about their relationship without even talking to him and avoided him expressly about I, it. Yeah, I get where she's, I get where you guys are coming from, but it's like, First of all, we're traveling through the woods to see who's going to save the earth. Why is it your priority to like wine and dine this innkeeper? That's another. <laughs> Secondly, like we are should Wafo. be more. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Wafo. We, we should. It's just it was understood. Like it's like we're not trying to define the relationship, but it's like we still love each other. We're still together. We're this and that. I get like from her circumstances at hand before they left the two rivers, she was like, I made this is this, this decision. This is what it is because that was things were stable then, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And not that she hangs on to him out of like stability sake, but they all need to hang on to one another, but even more so those two had a specific bond. And mm -hmm. like, that was like, I'll give you that. You know so what I mean? Counterpoint, yeah. Kariana, I'm actually just curious about this one thing. Mm-hmm. Rand Rand wants everybody to think he's dead because he thinks it's better for them. Now, granted, mm -hmm. I appreciate I appreciate that he may have the wrong decisions. I appreciate mm -hmm. that he may not being be making the right one. But at the same time, if you actually think that your death is better for everybody, which one's better? Letting people like mourn you and like move on and live their lives or like hold out hope for you and be band-aid or like you know whatever and so him going off and doing this other thing he's letting Egwene band-aid he's like rip that band-aid off go move on little lady like hey Daniel what was I that Daniel what was that 
Oh, facts. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys? Okay, right, but did you guys see the deleted scene where Tam is talking to Gwen? Oh yeah. Uh uh What was the scene? Um, oh, they, that was only at. That was. Only was it a Watcon exclusive? I think that was actually a. Yeah. a is it not available out there for the world? We're the two turn. Did you just have some loose lips on that scene that you just told us about? <laughs> I mean, technically, it, no, it we are 100% like, allowed to stream to virtual attendee. Nah, we, yeah. we hadn't seen that one. Um, that'll be a that'll that'll be a. Oh good well, one I mean, essentially, so it was in the two rivers. Um, mm -hmm. and you remember the scene in season one? I think it's like episode. Well, it is episode one. Mm -hmm. Um, because they're still in the two rivers at the end of episode one, kind of. Um. <laughs> where she walks out and Tam's like, he left this morning before you arose or whatever. In the deleted yeah, scene, it was the morning up. after. Yeah, the morning mm. after, you know, Bond Chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Tam basically had a, a whole conversation with uh, a somebody rode the dragon and expanded <laughs> a bit on the. Um, like everybody trying to ride the dragon. <laughs> you have succeeded. How to train your dragon, man. All righty. Uh, anybody under the age of 16, you can no longer listen from this point forward. <laughs> uh, anybody dragon under the age point. of 16 should not have started listening in the first place. <laughs> Make sure get your parents to sign the waiver before you come back. Yeah, Are anyway, you tall enough but, to rock the dragon waiver? Uh, no, oh, God. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, Sam, uh, I think in the actual like full episode, he mentions to Gwen, like, you know, you hold his heart in your hand kind of thing. Be mm -hmm. careful with it. Um, and he, he kind of expands a little bit on that <laughs> yeah. about uh, Tam indicates that he kind of already knows that Egwene has chosen to go the route of village wisdom rather than mm -hmm. not. Um, so he's basically like Been doing the whole down dad thing. Ranch. Like you hold my son's heart. You're about to absolutely destroy it because, mm -hmm. you know, he picked berries and kept them in his pocket for 16 days just to give to you or however long it was. Hmm. Weird. Uh, I mean, that, I don't know. That, that's how everybody yeah. should propose from now on. Pull a berry out of your pocket and give it to you. <laughs> hey, that would be a lot The problem that I have with Ran is I feel like it's very, like, mm. nuanced in the sense that, like, either you get it or you don't. Like, it's the fake nobility of it all. Like, Exactly. I genuinely exactly. okay. His dad gets to vouch. He likes you. You can't choose autonomy for yourself. Oh, I like you. You need to talk to me. Okay, if you actually <laughs> love me, then there needs to be some strength in it. Like you're oh, you're so, not okay. So see, okay, that's, so that's the that. thing with the wisdoms. To be the village wisdom, you can't date. You can't marry. You can't have kids. Right, it's a uh, life of celibacy, and Rand's biggest issue wasn't that she chose normal. to be the wisdom, it was that she chose to make a decision that would end their relationship while not only just not talking to him about it and not having that dialogue, that adult conversation, but actively avoiding him to avoid breaking the news to him. That, that right, really I don't set agree him with that. Andrew, that how many episodes of Dr. Phil have you watched? <laughs> <laughs> 
at least three. This is like because the bald food. guy is. Oh, I don't agree with. It's got two sides. <laughs> I don't agree with like every single decision Egwene has made. She's like not even my my favorite. I do think she's like complex in this sense, but I think it's like <laughs> very boy, very guy thing where it's like. I expect this to be easy, but nothing that they've been through has been easy. And when I find that would be most hurtful to a person that like thinks that they are going through this is like the consistent thought, like Egwene doesn't know what she's talking about. Like, she's like, I want to go with you. No, you don't get to go with me. That's fine. Okay. Well, I'm going to decide <laughs> for her how she's going to cope with this. That's not okay. Like, he keeps making these decisions as if they're noble and they're just and they're this. But it's just like you're being selfish and you think you know one, everything. One, one, one question, though, because I did what? hear you say he's going to decide how she's going to cope with it. But she's the one Which who is decided. what I said earlier. Okay. Like based on, to so be well, yeah, I get like that's what yeah. I'm saying. I but think she's the one who decided that he was gonna have to cope with the fact that she was gonna be living. I, with I said I didn't agree with okay. that so that said, approach. I'm just saying so are they even now since they both know because <laughs> he is consistently is the now balanced. It's too not, wrong, it's not it right. He yeah, and she did that but wrong. He did, he, but if y'all if y'all going off that, it's not two wrongs, it's three wrongs. Because according to Kariana, he decided told her that she's dead and he started a relationship with uh Selena Lanfear. Yeah. yeah. So two moms don't make right. What about Celine and Lanfear? No, I think he's just, <laughs> Celine fear. Celine fear. He just like Lanine. consistently is like, I don't know if it's, he's holding this grudge about this, this, and this, but it's like we're making these decisions that are do not show love. Like they do not show like any kind of love. Like, okay, you want to protect your girl, this, this, and this, but everything after this point is like selfish. And how he was acting in season one was mopey selfish and this isn't that like i think it's a little bit more complex mm. for Egwene. like oh i want to be with you now but it, it i don't even think she was like i want to be in a relationship it was just so yeah sounds so, like a so massively horrendous this. lack of communication yeah oh i mean what just, in the wheel what? of time that's <laughs> no. bullshit they would so, never so let me not ask this talk then. to each other <laughs> just just because we're on this this topic and you're talking about you know, th this particular subject in episode eight, when Rand is sort of being tested and he says, I don't want this because it's not what she wants. Mm. What, I mean, what is your feeling? I, and I'm, I'm legitimately sort of asking, like, yeah. how so, does that sort of measure into that's this? A good so, Josh, I'm a, Josh, I'm about to drop another one real quick. Hit it. And this hit is going to be book one because she don't know this. What about uh -oh. in the blight when Rand fully just told her he would be her water? Mm, you don't even know what? about that. Yeah, you don't know about that. You don't know what was wrong with Yeah, hey, I, I had to do it because I don't hurt too much. I don't hurt too much. No, so Addison actually just answered the, the question. Grenade! Because Addison threw that out for the three of us, not for you. But Josh yeah, but actually did saying, ask a legit Then, like, question. show yeah. some, like, my biggest thing is like he says he loves her to the end of time and this this and this but he has yet to show some unwavering love like it's still like puppy love like go through the hard times just because you offered to be my warder like, josh ask you a question i'll ask you a question again josh. but but in episode eight ishamayel tempts rand and says you could have all this mm -hmm. you could have a you she could be your wife you could have a beautiful baby you could have a beautiful house a great question, in the, the two rivers. It's a great question. Raising sheep just like you always wanted. Don't you want this? And he went, no. 
because it's not what she wants. But that's but that's like a dual thing. I'm not saying he doesn't love her or doesn't have strong feelings at all. But also, you know that's not legitimate. And you know that that would be taking over the dark side. Like, that was more than just, like, I like Egwene. She wouldn't want to be married to me. Like, was that know. even really Egwene? Like, that was my thing with it. That's what I got from the show. It's like... I- that was some fictitious thing, like how Nanive went through the arches. Like it I wasn't think, real. So going to Josh's statement, in that moment right there, I no, think he was one hundred percent considering her feelings. No, but there, but I there think were he was a thousand percent things, considering. Her but feelings. if he yeah. chose that, there were other things that would have taken place. Is my thing. That was that's your assumption. Well, see, he, I mean, he, he didn't know that. Well, so so let me be in, clear. In his, I think that, so the way Ishmael sold right. that to him, she is right is that, that there's more going on. But oh, I don't for think sure. it should. I don't think it should supersede Rand. Is really what where I'm mm-hmm. at. Because yeah, absolutely, I think you're right. But at the same time, I think what people often do here, and I'm going to call you out for just a moment, if you will, not mean or anything like that. But I feel like you are totally mean though. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but I feel like there are moments where you're giving grace where grace isn't deserved and other moments where you're not giving grace where grace is deserved because you're like, Daniel, take the gloves off. Take the gloves for this <laughs> part, but I'm not pulling extenuating circumstances ding, for this ding. part, if that I'm makes sense. I'm just saying it hasn't been consistent and strong. Like, I feel like if he, there wouldn't be this huge miscommunication all the time like i'm not saying Egwene hasn't contributed but rand especially season one and i feel like it's like a fake nobility how me and brandon are saying with him like just tell everybody i'm dead mm-hmm. like yeah. you don't really get to choose that like i get what you're saying where my answers don't seem consistent but i think that's based off of rand has not been consistent <laughs> in his love for Egwene. well no doesn't have a land fear I mean, I she's in the white t- towers, but you know, she could. I was also so, going to say that is one thing, one last thing that I will bring up, and then if anybody else wants to jump in or whatever, I will take a step back here for a minute. But I will also say, <laughs> Egwene does not have a forsaken, literally whose only desire in the entire <sighs> world is bedding this man. Right. <laughs> so, like, yes, I appreciate what you're saying. He is absolutely being tested. I absolutely appreciate the idea of, you know, there are a lot of things going on with Rand um, that he could absolutely stand there and say no. He could absolutely stand there and say, I want to be with Egwene. I'm going to go to her. Like, there are absolutely these things. You are not wrong in any way, shape, or form that he could do those things. There's also a lot of nuance going on in what's happening with him as well. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, you are absolutely right that he could do X and he is doing Y. There's Mm -hmm. also so many goddamn things pushing him towards Y. Look, hey, so, dang, hey, dang it. Like, it must be so, like, I think you, as um, one of the hosts of the show and as a non family member, you're fighting with your gloves on. And I like it because when me and Karen are talking, yeah. <laughs> if this helps anybody who's watching right now, Kariana yeah. has replaced the word bro with girl. 
So this conversation about Rand and Egwene is not going to go <laughs> in either way. She's replaced the word bro with girl. We'll yeah. watch the show sometimes. She'll be like, girl. And I'll be like, and, and you know what? That's, that's a dude. And it's fun to say bro. I think there's also a point uh, that's fair to make. And I think it might be a bit of the, the middle ground here as well. Mm-hmm. Is that whenever we see Egwene and how she reacts and thinks whenever she's not around Rand about Rand, we see an abundance of care and concern sure, 100%. in some version or degree of love, whether that's the relationship I want to be with you love, or it's the, we grew up together, love, whatever it is. And then with Ran, we see the same thing when he's not around Egwene, that his thought processes and his actions, whether they're good or bad are motivated in his mind by a desire to do the right thing for or by Egwene. Um, mm-hmm. But that's a great point. Their actions that they actually do don't match up with each other's perception of the other or with their own mm. thought patterns gotcha. to benefit the other person or yeah. to even just say, hey, I care about you, but I am now on a path that's going to take me away from you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe this doesn't work out. And Andrew, I think that's a great point. I but does it make point. me want to hit so Rand good. any less? No. So, so oh, well, let's, let's, let's I would say I, I would advise getting. I, used I love to that what feel. Rand just or what most Andrew people. just said because yeah, again, it 100%. should also make you want to hit Egwene. That's, That's really fact. I get it, saying. but it's like I. This is such like a male dominated set that like I really <laughs> empathize with Egwene. Like it's very. It's a lot easier for me to understand where Egwene's coming from. Not agree, but it's like sometimes I feel like I've sure. been there and I know where her thought sure. process is at. But yeah. it's also like a frustration that I've read in books where mm-hmm. the main character, whether it's male or female, like I'm going to take on the weight of the world. And it's honestly counterproductive than it is productive. I, I, so that's I can't like, wait for you yeah. to read the books. Yeah. I can't oh, wait man. for you yeah, to read right? the books. Yeah. This is going to be great. I, I, I will say there will definitely be at least moments where you will read the books or whenever they do another TV show where you will maybe hopefully think back to this discussion and be like, I fucking told him. (laughs) There will also be points where you go frustration with Brother Rain told me. Like, yeah. Hit it. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. never. I'll never. I, I, def- I definitely can see oh, the series. I you would ever vocalize it. You'll never I definitely can see it, the series going back and forth for sure. I just think we see a lot of shows where we see two two people who appear to be meant for each other, and we assume that that's always the case in other series. I'm just saying, at this point, from what I've seen. I'm 100% okay if they do not continue that relationship in that nature, even if they still continue a positive. Though friendship or whatever case may be i'm not saying that they completely have closed the chapter i feel like there'll be other open doors i'm just not forcing them to be in that type of relationship that's so you're not shipping these two people i'm not saying i'm not shipping it but it's like (laughs) if the boat sails and he's on the dock waving (laughs) saying have a have a nice trip i'm cool with that just because like there's a lot of like we saw their journey with moraine matt and them there's a lot of like Come on, man! Y'all are y'all are killing the vibe for everybody right now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the oh, West Coast, like in you know, arguments, <laughs> like on the That's trip. Exact. But but I I, so, I do so see far, no boat we've though. seen in the TV show has been a good thing. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. I, I don't know if I don't know if I want to do anything more with boats. Yeah, that's a fact. Not from what we've seen coming into this season. But yeah, Brent, I think we're Brandon gonna get going. more boats. I, yeah, I hope Brandon. so too. Mm-hmm. 
you've been quiet and I would like to hear your thoughts about lots of different things because <laughs> it's always the quiet <laughs> ones who blow my entire mind and <laughs> see this is the thing right here the, like what frustrates me and what's given brother sensitive his name mm -hmm. is the sensitivity in which he portrays constantly yeah bro we fighting trollics we on the road why are you throwing hissy fits <laughs> right when you just had a bat coming out your mouth in your dream yeah like bro <laughs> we got bigger fish to fry right. then why you ain't talking to me well come <laughs> on man yeah. and then on top of that bro you are a man you are a grown man we know the nature of females wait women you see women. what I'm saying? Hey, if y'all don't stop females, this women, guy, it's going to go to the time. We know the nature. 54, five, 55 times before we get to the next time. They are emotional creatures. So why are you being an emotional creature right back? Yeah, I feel like that's fair to say. So that's that, that was my problem in season one. Well, lady does shoot the, fireballs. The nail in the coffin <laughs> well, for don't piss down. off the one who shoots fireballs. Is, let's try and stay on her good side. Big... <laughs> Like Kiriana said, the fake nobility and oh, I'm gonna take one for the team type of stuff. Okay, all right. If you really gonna do that, you're gonna take that approach, do that, and be thorough with it. But don't go running off to another village hooking up with some skeezer. You know what I'm saying? Because if you want to be real, why did you leave your people? You feel like they was gonna be in danger because you are the dragon, you love them, and all that so, kind of hold stuff. Hold on, hold on. We have so this is this is what we gotta stop. <laughs> In book one, he did not leave them like that. It doesn't matter. Okay, we're, we're going off what we see. No, we're, we're going, going off the and TV what show. I will always see because show. I'm not reading the book. Okay, I told you, I'm taking an L. I got you. So I, I will say we we absolutely love love you for bringing up the book parts. Absolutely, we'll go. To that does TV. our hearts good, and we're we're definitely like, yeah, we can't bring up. No, I, I will say I will ask this on on behalf of uh. So this is for Kariana and Geech, like. Season one, uh, the season finale is highly controversial for mm, a lot of mm -hmm. book readers. Really? Like, if you guys watch that and you go season one, if you're going to go to the finale and rate it on a scale of one to ten, as someone who does not have any knowledge of the books, what, what you would got? you give that? One, one, one through ten. I mean. You remember you remember seven, episode eight of the season finale? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like 7.5. 7.5 out of 10. What you got? Yeah. I would be between a 6.8 and 7. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. All right. So, because the so thing not bad. Was, yeah, it wasn't bad, but it was like, I wanted more between like yeah, him finding out he's the dragon, all that kind of stuff, him meeting up with the uh the dark lawyer and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Dark. I just wanted a a, a bigger <laughs> boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just wanted a bigger clash. And you then like the other stuff was cool, you know. Um, with Nanive basically mm -hmm. dying, getting brought back, and then yeah, those are cool moments. Yeah. yeah. Another thing that I didn't like about the episode, you still have my brother book. I'm not with you. Like <laughs> on, on that, come on now. But I mean, everything was cool, all of that stuff outside of that. But my main reason in going I guess that low of um, on the scale is because I wanted a bigger, like finale between on, on the dragons part. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so that's why I gave it. So that. basically, it sounds like you are uh, COVID annoyed at the mm -hmm. episode, but not mm -hmm. like anything on top of that. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I I obviously can't say because I have not read yeah. the script for uh, episodes seven and eight 
pre-COVID. But it definitely sounds like we actually had a lot more going on in those episodes pre-COVID. And then, of course, pandemic hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, but yeah definitely that's, that's very interesting. And I, I actually really like that information because... A lot of book readers did not like the the episode mm-hmm. seven the for lots of book reasons. Yeah, um, it sounds like you guys didn't like it as much for uh, COVID reasons, which is also super legit. Which is fair. So Mine was so just she, well, you have seven point five. Brandon has a six. Mine was and just my rating is an eight. My rating is an eight. Oh. Damn. Whoa! It's the reader. It. It's an eight. Mine was um, just because it was expected. I don't know if it was. I kind of got what you were saying. Of it was in a lot, like at the end, but I. It wasn't like this is a crazy. Like I've seen things like that mm-hmm. before. If that makes sense. Well, a lot of my rating comes fair. into the fact that I'm excited that there's more stories to continue. More mm-hmm. whole. There's more storylines that have not been completed. So it's like we're gonna get more. So yeah. the, a part of that is why fair. I was excited about uh, episode eight. But in but after reading the book, I could see how I would expect to see more. Than I did, mm-hmm. um, but that's why I'm glad I watched the show before reading the book for just for that reading because I'm yeah, yep. I like that. I, I like I like that you're going that's there fair. because I and I, I think it's interesting that the book reader, uh, and and this is not throwing shade or anything like that, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. it's interesting the book reader in this particular case has the highest rating over mm-hmm. the people who do not. Um, and Addison does typically else. rate things higher than at least me always. Probably so. so to but be fair, what I you're do saying is Addison that. is the most agreeable. Yeah, he, he <laughs> loves things. You know what I mean? Like, he loves things. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily that. It's just from all of us, from the standpoint of like we create content and just knowing how much you have to do, especially with a group of people. Like if this person doesn't show up, this could go wrong. If this happens, if this is not on time. And factoring in all of that and the amount of works it takes to put together something that people would even consider rating or be on a major scale, it's just I can I consider that a lot of times and things like that and effort like that. Mm-hmm. I get your perspective. I appreciate that. It's actually also kind of funny because uh, Addison, I feel like, and I'm going to say this mm-hmm. with no shade to anybody else, I feel like Addison and I are a lot on the same page with our position in our our like content creation because I also was definitely the one, even as a book reader, who was like, episodes seven and eight were not perfect. I'm not gonna giving them a ten. I'm yeah. not standing here being like, "What are you guys even talking about? That was the greatest <laughs> episode ever." Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. I was also the highest rater on this podcast because I was definitely like, "All right." There's there's a lot going on and blah 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 and so I I feel like I I understand where you're coming from really well and I wish that I had been able to watch season one pre reading the books yeah, yeah and yeah. then read them later and I mm-hmm. and I was definitely I think I'm probably the harshest reader for mm-hmm. seven and eight um, probably because for me where like I I will obviously definitely acknowledge the struggles they had to go through at the same time mm-hmm. I. I won't rate episode seven and eight without like, if I'm going to rate them with that in yeah. mind, I have to expressly say with what happened in mind, sure. I'll give them uh, this. That's fair. That's fair. But if yeah. I'm going to rate them on the same plane as episodes one through six, then I can't take that into account. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, because it's that's just a pure like legit. level of result. That being mm-hmm. said, I definitely to the best I can understand it and get it and think they did the best they could with what they had. Um, I just have my own issues with it. What did you guys well, also? 
to be fair, Andrew and Josh and I are all on the same page that there are some things that should not have gone wrong that did, like the Trolloc CGI. The yeah. Trolloc CGI is just objectively bad. It is. It's just objectively bad. I, Anybody I who's don't... standing there saying that that Trolloc CGI is good, do not trust their opinion on any <laughs> CGI ever. Like, have them go back and watch the end of episode one, and then come back and watch episode three. Well, right. but, episode but that's that's one of the reasons why episode eight gets a pass, though, because the Trolloc CGI is objectively bad. But we know that it was literally a last-minute scramble to get this episode put together. It had to. Have Still been. doesn't it get a pass because been. if you're if you're sitting there with CGI and everybody's in quarantine, CGI is the one thing that you have no excuse on. because yeah. everybody's let's sitting see. there at their houses doing everything remote. No, hold on. <laughs> thing that's supposed see, to be really good. That's like uh -oh. That's like putting a running back in the Hall of Fame, but he only played half a season. You got to put an asterisk there. Mm. No, 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 I appreciate no, that, no, and I'm no. not saying it's not, but it's also like that's the one thing that should have actually been up to snuff because that's the kind of thing that's like I on disagree. computer. That's the kind Fully. of thing that you can I do disagree. with a team completely remote versus things that you actually have to have on set. That's my feeling about it, and I'm I I don't actually know what their process was, mm -hmm. to be fair, and I also don't know whether Amazon was willing and or able to give them a little bit higher of a CGI budget to pay people to do it, because that's also a big piece of this. You also, if you're sitting there saying, "Well, you should be sitting at your house doing this CGI for free," yeah, then yeah. no, fuck mm. that shit. But at the oh, same the time, method. got you. Mm. Look, anyway, look, no, anyway. look, hold on. Anyway, if if I'm you go into now. a situation <laughs> knowing that you have a full year to CGI an army of Trollocs, cool. And if it comes out bad, absolutely I agree with you. No excuse. You guys suck. It was bad CGI. <laughs> Fuck all the way off. I get it. I'm here for it. However, if your plan is to write an epic battle in which you have 200 practical effects Trollocs charging a wall, but now you can't have that. And now you have two months instead of 20 months mm -hmm. to write the CGI. Like, no, I'm sorry. I will give them a pass fully and completely on the bad CGI for episode eight simply because... It, yeah, was a, it was a last minute throw it together. We need to get something on the page. Yeah, that's that's the asterisk to the Hall of Fame entry. I say the coolest thing about this, the coolest thing about the discussion that you guys are having um, is the fact that it's, it's just a testament to how into the storyline you guys are and how into the details <laughs> right. that you guys are. So that part of it, like I can definitely appreciate just from hearing y'all have that discussion. So that's that's pretty dope. I mean, it's a great thing to have a show that people or series. A book series don't want to be disrespectful people's like no it's a book series <laughs> but uh it's, it's a testament to how it's good the story is it's both. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i mean all so, right so like, let's uh, move on from that rg asking earlier like what what did yeah, we rate it um yeah. i don't want to yeah. ignore i don't want to ignore oh, your question yes. um Karen. but um for me uh this is the only asterisk i'll give it and uh, addison you'll know uh you'll know what i mean by this i am mm -hmm. a massive 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 fan of the way book one ends Mm -hmm. I sure. love the, the ending Same. for book one. Um, and that's eh, what okay. I hope to see. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> well, and Andrew, with that, yeah. would you also say because you know, man, you had the conversation before mm-hmm. this meeting that you are in the rare set of people who felt like they fully kind of understood and flowed well with what happened at the end of the book. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know how rare that segment yeah, that of the too? fandom is, but, but uh, yeah, it's like I don't feel that I had a problem following it, but I know several people have said that they they didn't like it as much or it was kind of it fell flat for them because mm-hmm. it was kind of hard to follow which i, I get i'm I not saying you. it is easy to follow by any stretch i just was lucky enough i feel to to be able to follow it without any issue um that might just be the way my brain works or whatever chocolate or whatever you want to be I got you. um but for me if i rate it flat in comparison to episodes one through six without any concessions or understandings given to the constraints of covid and losing actors mm-hmm. and sudden changes in plans because there were parts of the episode eight that still happened that were planned before they lost any actors yes. mm-hmm. um right. i still give episode eight at best a solid four 4.5 on a scale of 10 right on mm-hmm. a scale of 10 that's that's the four asterisk no without the asterisk. yeah okay. so with the asterisk i like to say like i think episode eight makes great television I think it does. It's good if if you don't know what happens in book one is the, the best way I can say it. It's great. I think it's entertaining television. I think it'll keep you there. And I think it does mm-hmm. enough to make you want to watch what they do going forward. But I don't think it does enough to really leave you on a cliffhanger begging to know what happens in the next season. For so sure. with an asterisk, I give it like, you know, a, a 6.5, maybe 7. Okay. Okay. I will say my initial reaction to the season. Look, I had he was two angry. He turned me. it off. He stood I up. Did. He walked I out did. of the room and was season like, "I plays. need a We are up at midnight and we are like, "We're gonna watch this drop. It's gonna be great." And the season eight it, or season one, <laughs> episode eight, season finale drops. We finish watching it, and I this is. As long as you tell, <laughs> fuck was that? As long, oh like, man, Josh. As long as you don't start saying lightning started striking around you outside, <laughs> yeah, no. then we're good. No, look, look. I've watched it a couple times since. I've taken in some context, and my initial reaction has lessened. And mm-hmm. I will say that overall, I give the episode or the season finale, I give it a six out of ten. That's with the asterisk without the asterisk. This is that's just straight up. That's the okay, raw okay. rating, and that's and, the and, bottom line. <laughs> that's, that's the bottom line. <laughs> no, I, I give it that because I, I, I understand that they were dealing with COVID. They were dealing with losing an actor literally last second. Like yeah, I, yeah, I understand yeah, yeah. they had some extremely difficult challenges. So I. I gave them a pass on a lot of things. And I, I even said that if season two is the same quality as season one, that's going to be the end of the series. Like I we're not going to see a season three. I, I will say, I do think that season two is a step above. Oh, they turned up. They turned up this season for sure. Are they turning up? In season two. So Gosh, I'm happy the direction is going. Josh might be too turned, but so they, is the season two. Hey. Yeah. Well, they also now they Maybe have with the, bars? the thing. 
The thing that uh, that Two Rafe and, and the writers room and hey, he got the gang signs with it and everything. <laughs> the thing that they didn't have going into season one was proof of concept and negotiating power on the success. Yeah, and when you're breaking awesome. records with season one, and you're going back to the Amazon execs being like, "Huh, huh? We mm-hmm. told you they'll love it, and now you have the numbers <laughs> right? to help back up yours." Even with the constraints of COVID and losing an actor and everything else that happened, then you have so much more negotiating. And I think it, I think it really shows yeah. that they were able to do more of what Rafe and team wanted to do with the books, kind of more of what we following this coming up to being a TV show probably expected to come out of season one. Because mm-hmm. um, for me, um i the, the best way i describe it is um i don't know if y'all have read like machiavelli's the prince or whatever mm-hmm. um but it's basically it's it's a poly uh poli sci writing from machiavelli it basically says that if you take over a country do all of your evils at at the start of your reign basically like if you have to raise taxes if you have to seize land whatever you have to do do it at the start of your reign so that then moving forward you are seen as kinder and gentler Interesting. You get all the bad stuff over away with the same thing with like if you have to eat a plate of food and there's one thing on there that you hate, eat that first so that you can look forward to everything else. Um I think that Wheel of Time has done the same thing. The biggest changes that are going to hopefully cause the biggest schisms between book fans and show fans, they've already done or set in motion to where everything else moving forward to me, if it's to me, it seems like season two is a lot closer to the books. Mm-hmm. at least in theme and feeling, if not in absolute core material. Um, but I also think that people that are reasonable about what an adaptation is yeah, don't yeah, yeah. expect a scene-for-scene remake because for Wheel of Time fans, we have exactly seen what is so bad about a scene-for-scene remake. Because uh, I don't know if y'all uh, had the... Uh, talking about the Winter Dragon? The Winter yeah, Dragon? Yeah, 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 yeah. We watched that. That is what happens when... Rihanna! Rihanna! <laughs> yeah. And even it shows, even Billy Zane can't say come you. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. We have guests. Uh, yeah, so we oh. we we peeped that. I don't think Karen has yeah. seen it yet. Actually, I'm gonna have to have you check that out. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. Dude, I'll make you appreciate the TV show all that much. <laughs> My more. funniest thing right now is the fact that okay, so I'm on one of the re- the subreddits that's mm-hmm. Wetlander humor, uh, which is like intended to be funny memes about wheel of time funny memes about the show blah 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 all of this different stuff and the number of comments that happen on these posts that are just like the tv show makes winter dragon look like a you know a masterpiece by comparison you're just like we didn't watch the same things then because this is this is garbage False, because billy zane <laughs> is not in the tv the acting show. an adult film wow. <laughs> Get out. so, so, anyway, so we um, have we have a forward or asterisk we have a solid six daniel it is your time to shift the tides of the btp yes so mine is definitely yeah, a seven to an eight my raw ranking was definitely a seven because again, all of the different things that we've already banged into the, <laughs> we've, we've beaten this horse. Uh-huh. Um, as far as, as stuff, I didn't love that. I didn't get those moments with certain things. I mean, with, mm. uh, with the green man, things like that, as that Addison knows what, what we're talking about here. And some Hashtag things we missed out. Skomeshta. We missed out on certain things that would have been really cool. 
-hmm. But at the same time, one of the things that I have said from the get-go and still very much feel is true now is that we have all 14 books out. And Rafe and a number of other people on board, including Sarah Nakamura and whatnot, have read all of them. Mm-hmm. I feel very strongly that those people in the room are keeping the soul of the book series alive yeah, while yeah, yeah. also That's recognizing that eight episodes a season for 10 seasons with the budget that they have, with all of that different stuff, from the jump, even if you don't take COVID into into account even if you don't take like losing an actor into account all of these different things the amount of changes they were going to have to make was stark yeah, was yeah, yeah. almost insurmountable and so again when you sort of get to here i feel like they do actually get these characters mm-hmm. i do feel like they get the story and so again when i've watched episode eight even the first time i was like man i'm really disappointed that we didn't get these moments yeah but at the same time this is what it's about this this thing that they're giving us is what it's about yeah i think that the trollocs are objectively bad cgi so it Mm -hmm. doesn't get a 10 but at the end of the day the trollocs coming into tarwin's gap and doing what they do absolutely true absolutely accurate all of that's, you know, on board with the story that the books are trying to tell. Like, all of that different stuff. And so, for me, I actually give the episode an 8. Because once I got over my initial disappointment with not getting some of those, like, oh, just, like, fist pump moments from the end of the book one, of book one I didn't need them. Like, mm-hmm. it, did, it doesn't actually feel like... I miss them only because I know other things yeah, for the for tv sure. show it all of the soul of it is there I got all you. of the soul of the story is there um and you only are annoyed and disappointed because you've seen another version of what that soul looks like if that mm-hmm. makes sense. not that makes sense. i think it's disagree uh-huh and that is totally appreciated i'm not trying to speak for anybody else on this podcast i'm only giving my opinions and my opinions only no, I like that. I mean, what would the podcast be if everybody fully agreed on everything? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's well, cool to see everybody's do, individual so. uh, opinions about things. So now that's dope. That's dope. Well, yep. Apparently, we do. We also spend twenty three. We've got comments about that. Talking about beer. We've, yeah, we 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 got <laughs> the haters up in the comments. Yeah, yeah. We've got all kinds <laughs> yeah. of criticism, yeah. which always comes from people that like watched one episode and no others. Right. So, <laughs> got you. You no, guys make uh, tons no. of YouTube videos. You definitely don't know what that's like at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never guess- gotten a mean comment we- from somebody who didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> man, we got we, we got some comments in the uh, you know the hidden hidden section that man oh, might make yeah. my mama want to drop oh. some places and. Oh, Check yeah. about what these people talking about, but no, oh, no, yeah. I, I agree, and that's where again it boils down to a lot of times when you don't like the conversation we're having, like you fully mm-hmm. get to articulate, we get to talk about it and see what it is. A lot of times people think they know everything that you think by only hearing a certain mm-hmm. set of words. Yeah. So no, this is why this is enjoyable. This is dope. So agreed. Well, wait, we don't. Wait, have you mean too terribly much longer judgments oh. based on like ten percent of what you say? Hey, what? Josh, you already know. You already right. know. <laughs> Yeah, they'll they'll literally hear one thing, won't even hear the rest of the sentence, and then get the time. Uh-huh. I think the K-pop. It's almost like they the hear most. what they want. <laughs> ah, hey. 
Hey, jo hey jo Josh, you keep on speaking facts. We're going to have to change your name to Prophet Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Beacon Wait, no, I like, uh, Masima, I like what? Uh, what Brandon said earlier. Uh, fake Jesus, Josh? That's <laughs> what you're going for? <laughs> So we don't we don't have a ton more time and we don't want to take up your uh, entire night because we definitely can't just talk forever about Wheel of Time because we're nerds about yeah, it. Yeah, totes. Um, it's not a thing we love. Season season two. Um, so I know y'all have reacted to and talked about the the teaser trailer. So y'all got to uh, this go around fully participate yeah. in the hype of season two coming about. All the excitement, all the little teaser. You got to see how absolutely bonkers the wheel of time at least online fandom is about picking every detail uh, out mm -hmm. that we can you, you've talked with matt you've been on dusty wheel and definitely seen uh exactly how in depth we'll go um with blur gate and everything like that trying to unblur every <laughs> image we get um <laughs> not to mention his his love for uh for celine i mean land fear i mean same thing celine fear yeah, Celine Fear. Um, what What do you think about not only just the well? Let's go with that. What do you think about the fandom experience with being able to fully enjoy it, moving from watching season one into the absolute wild landscape that is Wheel of Time fans with nothing to absolutely distract us while we're waiting on new episodes. So also. This While is... you're thinking about that answer, I do want to give you that. I just want to throw out there. I don't know if you guys know this, but at WatCon, yeah. uh, Koala Sedai yeah, 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 yeah. these Wheel of Time cards. Oh, you guys sure. know that you are a card, right? Yes. And that it's yeah, one yeah, of yeah, the yeah. dopest oh, cards, right? That's yeah, super dope. Yeah, she actually, I actually right. have a print up of that too. So yeah, do you? Yeah, she Great. gave us a big print out of that. Um, Perfect. Great. Answer no, Andrew's question. I just wanted to throw that out there because I, I had it next to me and I thought about it. <laughs> so y'all y'all know how pep rallies go. They'd be like, ninth grade, can you hear me? They'd be like, ah, tenth grade. Ah. <laughs> the what the what series, the Watt family, they making the loudest noise. And it's like okay. one of the things about it is we're so excited about watching and reacting to the content because we know after the show is finished. The enjoyment does not finish. You know what I'm saying? We get to come have discussions. I mean, we're in a podcast with the Black Tower podcast. Um, met with Matt. You've already named a few others. Uh, Jenny, a lot of things. So that, from that standpoint alone, like fully separates this from any other content that we've watched on the channel thus far. Um, and the reason I brought up the crowd is, you know, we, you know, if other shows, you know, have that love too. Like I feel like this show has the model for what it means to have unity outside of content, um, which is pretty dope. Um. So from that experience on match, I fully love that. But man, I'm gonna let Brandon talk about it too. Nah, it was different. Cause like I've seen things like this from the outside yeah. looking in, but actually being within it, it, it almost gives you a deeper understanding and love, like actually want more of it. Like maybe I need to check out something else that has this cult following mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it's definitely a great experience for me because like it's growing up. I would have yeah. never imagined myself 
being within something like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so maybe, so maybe you need to read the books. Yeah. You need to read the books. Yeah. He's being noble. He's being noble. It's possible, but you know, I'm being fake noble like uh Rand. He's and like I got the Rand approach going. Hey, do you have a fancy coat on you with some I don't see a fancy coat? Where's your oh. fancy coat? Get your get your robe out. The we look Come on. Robe, we oh. Where is it? Where is it? Get oh, it. Wait, oh, can no, I say no. what I is it is it one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have so, one in the depths. And Karen is gonna go into this. And I and I'll say this on a more serious note, too. Yeah. Another thing that I like about um the series and what this series is doing too is the connection with people that you never think you would speak to. Mm -hmm. I feel like it is a great bridge between that. Like um us being you know three african-american people whatever the case may be sometimes we may go somewhere and you may see let's say you may see a white caucasian guy in his 60 60 years old sitting at a table like now i can imagine like hey you rewill the time or rewill the time like yeah. and you can have a conversation <laughs> and it's nothing but love it's no yeah. biases and notions about who you think this person is what they have done and what they may or won't do to you so the way that that bridges people together and even seeing sometimes i know this is critique from some book readers too some of the diversity in the show too i feel like not only mm -hmm. has that implemented outside of it but within it as well um but i don't want to take mm -hmm. i know carrie and i have some thoughts too so i just wanted to put that out there um <laughs> no, can i have your can i have your uh your 10 digit number because you are spitting straight facts <laughs> <laughs> um so for me um like i said i grew up like constantly reading um and then also with that i would have like different hyperfixations or like be a part mm -hmm. of different fandoms so i feel like you know no one here knows what that's like right <laughs> so i'd say like with addison and brandon like they might have had their own kind of things but i feel like girls kind of get more into like like when i was younger i loved one direction or things like that and i felt like within a lot of fandoms that i like resonated in growing up there was a lot of like competitiveness of like mm. who knows more or like i'm the best fan kind of thing i don't know but yeah. with this um and even being like fans of like groups or like seeing like chats of like how other people thought about it online this fandom is very like welcoming like i would yeah. say like for yeah. me there's also just this underlying of excitement to get everyone excited about what you're excited mm -hmm. about yeah and thus it makes you all excited like Brandon probably would have never even considered reading 14, a thousand page books in no. his life. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> now he still probably won't do it, but he's considering it. Yeah, right, right. Like, but he's sitting there like, maybe. Because yeah, like, yeah. fans all over the world, they're like, I could be the one person who convinces Brandon to read. We're gonna peer pressure you. Right, no, right. exactly. Like my friends like <laughs> that I talk to day to day, they're like, like I come over here, they're like, What are you doing? And like they don't really know. And then then it's like this whole world of people that are like so sweet, so kind, and then like they genuinely try to get to know your personality within it so like you said it's like a good connection for different people to like meet and talk mm -hmm. and kind of figure out things about mm -hmm. one another so i just it's been very welcoming very exciting very like motivating i would say so 
That's what I it's like. It's almost like if we actually communicated with each other on a regular basis, we'd right. realize that we actually have way okay. more in Listen here, sir. Than we Listen here, sir. <laughs> communication. Lesson to be learned from the books. Might have what? to get behind that organ. Daniel started <laughs> preaching, my brother. <laughs> With a little bit of the time we have left, uh, we haven't touched a ton on season two. Yep. Maybe, maybe you guys just have to come back. Hey, (laughs) we're definitely down for that. I'd be down for that. Do we want to do something with that? Try to schedule that later on. So it's it's completely up to you guys. Um, y'all let me know. I'm definitely down to stay on the talk season two. If y'all want to spin it back another time, I mean, we're definitely, definitely trying to come back, man. We enjoyed it a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, so. well, we can, we can do Look. more in depth later on. We can schedule something later on to talk more in depth about season two. Like we have season one, Sounds which good. is nice and refreshing. I think honestly to go back while season two is so big right yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, reflect on what got us here. Um, <laughs> so very, how we got yeah. to where we are very briefly Record scratch. You're probably just a wondering how words, I got here. Just a couple words. Impressions on season two. Do you think it's doing as good, better, worse than season one? Are you more excited now than you were whenever you started picking this up? Um, Just kind of where are we at with our thoughts on season two? Uh, My thoughts, I'm liking it even more. And I didn't even think I could, honestly. Um, (laughs) But but now they, they, they turning up this season too. Uh, a lot of like the writing is is crazy. It's really Are crazy. You saying that season way- two is turnt. <laughs> hey, it's two turns. <laughs> Don't forget the two O's on that team. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but yeah, man, you stuff so, Josh um, over here. <laughs> yeah. So it's um like the things that we were missing from season one. It's like all of it is coming back in season two. The things mm. that we wanted, like showing more of the powers, the different types of powers different acidized and just different sceneries and stuff like that. So I feel like this season is definitely uh, a step up from last season, but not saying last season wasn't great, but mm-hmm. this one is just like, they sure. did yeah. it even bigger. We're being told in the chat yeah. to ask you, Brandon, about strong jaws. Sister, oh, oh man. Sister strong jaws. That's sister strong jaw. <sighs> I was going to say that's my girl, but. <laughs> Kate Fleetwood is an amazing. Kate woman. Fleetwood, we're just gonna put that out job. there. That she's killing person. it though, right? She, literally, she's yeah. killing it. Oh, she's oh, yeah. killing it. Right. Before anything else gets said, Kate Fleetwood, oh, yeah, man, yeah. you're doing hey, your hey, thing. Hey, man. She, Much love and respect she, to you. Just sure. like I said, it was turning up. She turned up. I don't know what she did. She slicked the hair back and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, my girl looking good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, Can I actually? Did y'all see our interview with her, Brandon? I wanted to let you talk more, but her hair. Literally, her hair this entire season has been so good. Like yeah. it has been so yeah. complex and yeah, so yeah. She has fucking she has bad good. Bitch hair. <laughs> no, no, if she, you want to, if you want to love Leandrin with the good hair, I'm telling you, like seriously, <laughs> you want to love Kate Fleetwood even more. Um, go and watch all the interviews because I know Dusty Wheel had her yeah. on for like 20 minutes. We got an interviewer. Then there was like one or two others. Go and watch those, and it's. I'm sure like how how dare you make me love somebody playing a character? <laughs> right? Said, we we said this actually on our episode five or four discussion. She is the most likably unlikable character in the yes. show right now, up until it's this crazy. point. She's the most likely right? unlikable Dude, character. It's, it's like it's times I'm like, that's my girl. 
Dude, Fleetwood the time, is like, what are you doing? Killing it. Yeah, so literally. Can I say, uh, okay, so Brandon and, and Ken, you guys don't even know in the books. Actually, Addison doesn't even know. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be as general as possible and not like actually give anything away. The show has like three already star, star, revealed her being a dark friend. Mm-hmm. Already happened. They've already said it. Boom. In the show, when she said that and she started talking about it and why it was and blah, 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 I was like, I hate you and I hate this, but also like, God damn, I still love you. In yeah. the books, there yeah. is none of that. You absolutely mm. it, just true. hate mm. this woman mm. with a fiery, burning passion. You are like, this woman is the worst human being I've the ever met world. in my life. Well, like, She's paying Josh, but, right? like <laughs> but like, seriously, I'm telling you, in the show, I was so <laughs> conflicted because yeah. it is so different and it is well, so well done. It's, it's hard Kate not to Lee like it. is a well, 10 you, out of 10. You use the... the it's so good. You use the... Sorry, Daniel. You used the word that uh, for Leandrin um, isn't accurate in this context. Dina was a dark friend because she was working for the Shadow. Leandrin doesn't quite have a title because we don't know what they call people that are sympathetic or work with the Sean Chan yet. Ooh. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So we don't, we don't really know. If they have a title, like, I don't know, Sean Chan friends? I don't know. That's, that's a lame title. <laughs> Sean Chan. But... No, we, we know in the show pain. that Leandrin is a dark friend. Mm-hmm. She works yeah, for the she shadow. Lies. She lies. She lies to Nynaeve in the ways on the way there and admits that she is, she that she is trying to... Nynaeve says, I thought you were trying to recruit me to the Red, but no, you're actually trying to recruit me to the Shadow. That's okay. actually... Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I, I know you're right. I yeah, yeah. No, remember in the show, they reveal the show. that. So yeah. I wanted to make sure. Or that I thought, or I thought she said for him or to him. You're trying to bring me to him. Mm-hmm. I thought. For sure. sure. I mean. Okay. But yeah, it implies yeah. the same thing. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. prior, but prior to that, she used the power to hit uh, Elaine, um, yeah. Nynaeve, and Egwene. So, yeah. All right. Yep. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, so, you're, you're right. I did. I had forgotten that that was clearly stated. And so I was and trying to walk back so that you guys didn't get I, spoiled on. I did see that, and I appreciated that, which is why I brought it up. Of like, no, Andrew, you're good because, like, literally in the show, they're like. And there was no, also the, the, the fact chat. that at the same time I saw y'all's warder uh, put in the chat, you better not. So I was like, oh no. <laughs> that's why I say. That's why I say. Hey, don't Wheel play. Of time, don't give me <laughs> Wheel of Time fandom. We cared about spoilers before anyone cared about spoilers, which means we're the hipsters <laughs> of caring about spoilers. Appreciate yes, well, Josh, seeing as how you've been around since the beginning, I mean, you are the hipster. Listen time. here, you shit fuck. <laughs> Josh, after dark. <laughs> Josh, before uh, there anyway. was light. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think we uh, we definitely should start wrapping this did up. Do we get uh, everybody's... So, about season two briefly. I don't no. think yeah, did we get that's true. I, I so where you at? Geach, where you at? He he said I think he said he's the only one who answered. He's the only one. Yeah, I was the only one. 
And that's I, was, I was the only one to ask. <laughs> Sorry, um, my bad. I I used his government name. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's it. is a government name. <laughs> and you know what? Just to make sure people tune into the next one, y'all will have to watch the next episode we do with BTP to find out why we actually call him. Geech. That's yeah. it. That's yeah, it. That's screen. it. Right yeah. there. Tune yeah. in for the oh, name. Hit the like button and subscribe so you don't miss it. Because yes, this shit's going to be unhinged. Even more unhinged. <laughs> and we'll take a second. Not only, not only hit our <laughs> subscribe button, but go over to Everyday Negroes. Mm-hmm. Hit their subscribe button as well. Please, for the love of God. These it's in the description below. The yeah. link is in the description below. Hit it. Right now, I've seen go. a number of their videos. They are hilarious. Actually, getting only to talk to them. They only are if it's fantastic red. people. Go hit the subscribe button, please. <laughs> only if it's red. If it's, if it's already gray with a check mark, that's don't don't click it again. That's, that's yeah. Weird. Don't click it again. Yeah. Somebody comes back and say, "Only I if it's what red." You told yeah. me to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I clicked it. Now I don't get their videos anymore. What do you guys <laughs> make me do? Uh, also hit that hit that bell. Make sure that you're also getting that's every it. video that comes mm-hmm. out. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. Man. Um, right. Really quickly on season two, I have been loving season two so far. I feel like it's a little bit more fast paced. Like we're in the meat and potatoes right now. I am a person that hones in on like costume, fashion design, things like that. They have oh, really nice. stepped it up this season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I love it. Like I was already intrigued first season, but I was like, we're hitting medieval core. You know mm. what I mean? This season, Medieval it is court. like I fucking love that. <laughs> yeah, this season we're hitting like upper echelon, medieval, powerful core, and I love that. But now you have my attention. <laughs> yes, exactly that. So I've loved it. I'm excited to see this world develop, get all the answers I've been looking for, and yeah, I, I definitely like it a bit more than season one. I, a tremendously so, I'd say. Yeah, I, not that I didn't love season you, one, but season two is like. Have you guys seen? Uh, there's a there's a channel called Threefold Talk on YouTube, and they actually did a real extensive deep dive on the costuming and appearance mm. of the different people in season mm-hmm. two. Mm. Really? That's I don't, was, I mean, we had to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, Which, yeah. Threefold talk. Look them up. It, it it was it was a very impressive research into the like costume. I would and love to check that out. Actually, it was no, good. I, You'll I definitely love want to it. check it out. That, I, the, so the biggest problem for us going into what you said about recommendations is we know there are other Will of Time content creators out there. I just yeah. don't know what we can watch from them yep. because they know so much. So we want we won't know what we can and cannot watch until like others send us and let us know. Okay, you're good. You good because they haven't covered such things. So I don't want people to think that like, hey, we're not interacting with it. We want to. I yeah, just don't no. want to get spoiled in the process. So no, that's that's great, and I highly recommend. Uh, I will in the titles people do not do a super great job of telling you exactly what mm-hmm. parts of the books of this TV show, blah, 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 all of it that they are spoiling um, in the description. People do a much better job of it sort of explaining where spoilers are and like things like that. So, so I please keep on that. Cause mm-hmm. I love that you guys are sort of uh, still in uh, insulated from certain things yeah. throughout the, the books. Uh, Obviously, I am with 
literally everyone else that you guys should write these or read these stories. They're amazing stories, all of that. But at the same time, it's amazing to also be able to talk to people who haven't read the whole series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Because, again, there's... At every stage of reading and every stage of watching and whatnot, there is more to glean out of everybody's opinions Mm -hmm. based on where they are in their journey. And I think Mm -hmm. that's amazing. And I think that... uh, If I'm being completely honest, I'm just going to get, like, a little nostalgic and wonderful... like. Talking to you guys right now, having so many non-readers and whatnot, uh, or not yet readers, as the case may be, um, not has reminded readers. me of that moment when I hadn't yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's the weed I was for making you read. Yet. <laughs> Compulsion. I was working. Books. Mm-hmm. And, like, honestly, being able to, like, actually go back to that moment and think about it and, like, talk to you guys about what your thoughts are now that certain things are coming out. It's it's a special feeling, if you will, no, in terms of, no. like, it really is that nostalgia of of remember. Well, I mean, for me, it was when I was, like, eight years old. So, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, like, very innocent and young when I think about who I was before <laughs> I started reading The Wheel of Time. <laughs> <laughs> listening, listening counts as well. But speaking of listening, correct, Addison, yeah. your thoughts briefly on season two. Yes, what do you think? Uh, season two has, I feel like, got like you said, the heart and soul of what I felt in book one, and they are just pumping more blood into it, giving more life to it. Um, so. I feel like they're taking it to another level. I feel like since the characters are separated, you get to see their performances from an individual point a lot more. Shout out to Perrin. I feel like he's doing a lot. Uh, he's doing a lot better in his role. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see the new person cast as Matt, um, and we get to appreciate oh. him in in his own in, in his own arc. Uh, Wait, that's a Rand, new person for sure. What? <laughs> that's a fact. Hey, one day I'm gonna be the same one. Be like, what? He's always been Matt. What are we talking about? <laughs> right. um, but yeah, I feel like everybody is is starting to grow, um, and I feel like they are also doing such a good job that it makes it hard sometimes to be like, no, nah, I like this character more, I like this character more, or no, I yep. like this character more, because you're seeing everybody's points of view and sympathizing, empathizing, or just falling in love or out of love with them. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is like the very essence of these characters. Like mm-hmm. it's in that sense, it's 100 percent nailed. Like, yeah. And I, I'll say they, they're doing such a good job. That they just gave Avienda one of the most legendary introductions of any of the characters oh, so far. Really? It's like, hold on, y'all. If some of y'all don't, you know, straighten up, act right, Avienda finna be the, my favorite character oh, <laughs> after a while. But Between that's how good we're busy. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up facts. Yeah. Dude who was getting busy yeah. with his shirt off when oh, they came through the yeah, village. Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't, I won't tell you why. Because there's still much to be seen. But oh, Avienda is my favorite favorite character oh wow in the show right after rand but that's okay. only because that's only because as a guy i can relate to rand more than i can to avienda okay but avienda is number two for me but it's okay. like so you know there's there's you know not that much of a difference in my one and two i gotta ask you a question do you uh-huh. feel like it's spoilery to tell people who your favorite character is mm. No, not really. I only asked no because why. I asked somebody else this other question. I asked, I think I asked somebody else. Not spoilers. Let's and they would this. not tell me because they felt like it may sway the this. way I felt. I'm gonna say no. no. I 
because I, we want, say I want everybody to share their favorite Disney. characters, though. I want we everyone to share their is favorite, my favorite character. Doesn't ensure at all that that character is there beyond what you've already seen yeah. or heard. That's uh, a fact. There's no guarantee of how long the character's around. And I'm also not telling you why that character is my yes. favorite character. That's true. But and if I, I walk up to somebody and they tell me their favorite mm-hmm. character is Thanos, we might not talk again. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, <laughs> there could be something to be Daniel? said about Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, what's that look for, I, buddy? Yeah, because even even if I was to give no, you, no, I'm just saying. Like, I like it. I like that answer. I that's yeah. absolutely correct. But also, because even if I was Thanos to tell you a character name that facts. that you haven't seen or heard of yet, yeah. I mean, other than giving you a name, I haven't spoiled you any more than that, and that's just as much of a spoiler. Mm-hmm. That I, I guarantee you. I'm not saying don't go to IMDb and look up the actor and character list for Wheel of Time. Don't do not do that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you do, you will see character names that you have not yet seen. So it's just as much of a spoiler as IMDb. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got you. Um, Makes sense. Or you know something like that. So, but um, you know, Avienda's no Thanos in the best of ways. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> because I'm, she's I'm not, not purple and her chin doesn't have a bunch of dents in it. Oh okay. So that's not why she wears the veil. <laughs> but at the same time, Avienda but, does kick but, just but as Jen. much ass as young Thanos in Endgame. Okay. Just oh, just just like just that. saying. So Avienda's <laughs> gonna put some foot to the rear end. I'm mm-hmm. peeped it. <laughs> We've seen uh, she I, already I, has. Did you see all those white cloaks on the ground? Foot to the booty. in that she's episode. Like, she's in her. Yeah, no, no, facts. I already knew. Yeah, she the, is in her. The laugh and the get behind me part. Like, yeah, I, like, she should oh, have. Anybody, if anybody to dance, Paranaya. Anybody that should have made Kiriana jump through the roof. I know you're excited about that. I have two faves right now. So, there you I go. I, I love it because with one character, you now can understand the Wetlander joke, right? Okay. Or okay. all right. So real quick, know. we'll run through uh, BTP's favorite characters because Josh asked the question. Uh, okay. My favorite character is Lan. Josh. Okay. okay. I can see that. I can see that. Logan. Logan. Andrew. We already said oh, Avienda. Yeah, yeah, Rand and Avienda. I, well, Rand and then Avienda. Sorry. All right, cool. Well, that's because so, you're looking forward to a future scene. Well, yeah. yeah I, I, I want to know. know why you're yeah. saying. Gosh, that. I, I asked. Uh, we just can't ask. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I can't find. I can't wait to find out why. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, you know no, why? Exactly. It's because it's Avienda. That's why. No, 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 <laughs> not no, not Andrew. He was talking about Josh. Yeah, he was talking about Josh. Avienda got that good, good. Yeah, just saying. You said all right, so Brandon. So far, watching a season and a half. Who's your favorite character? The book. Oh, that's sweet. That's so sweet. You know, loyal. Okay, that's my guy. You know, I'm saying from from the moment. That's really throwing me off. We can't call him Brother Book because there's another show (laughs) called Firefly where there's actually a Brother Book, a Shepherd Book. Right now, hey, then that's fine. We just need that Brother Book. Y'all remember the old Animal Planet videos where they had them face off to the death? Oh, okay. In the cage, yeah, so no. take that brother book and put him in a cage with uh, the real brother book. Let's see who walks out. Brother book, the shepherd book. Okay. Shepherd yeah. book. Okay. All right, uh, Addison. So, have you all ever watched like Digimon before? Absolutely. Oh yeah, champion. Like how they fuse characters and the fuse mm-hmm. creatures. All right, so let me fuse Nanive. Avienda and Rand into one like into wow, Randy Avienda. Uh, Look, 
<laughs> Randy Avian. You're creating someone who's too OP. They too OP. So I'm gonna put it like right. this. At right now, let me just go. Let me go, Rand. But dang, what is it? It's it's eight fifty six on seventeenth September nineteenth. If you go CDT, it's Rand. But that you know, what I'm saying that could change. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can guarantee that it's going to change a number of times. It may actually still end up as Rand, but it's going to change a number of times. I ain't gonna lie. Right. When Aviana came through, I ain't gonna lie. Um, I, I before she fought. I think I like. Okay, what's Miss Princess's name? Rand, Elaine. You, right? you call it Elaine. Elaine. Huh? Who? Elaine, 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 and I like Air. I'm gonna make my uh, my combo: Elaine, Lanfear, and Rand. So th- this, whoa, so this is crazy. Who I can think of at least one other person that would be okay with that combination. Oh wait, no. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Say your combo again one more time. Elaine, Lanfear, and Rand. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you literally put Look. a woman in there who probably would fight to the death with the other woman. What are you talking about? <laughs> Elaine no, and not Lanfear. Egwene, not Egwene and Lanfear. Not Egwene. No, she said Elaine, Elaine right? No, she said Elaine, right? Yeah. No, yeah. Elaine is friends with who? Okay, but Egwene. so? Okay, yeah, they're no. Not, they're I not, mean, she doesn't know no. her preemptive, like, hey, look. what does that matter? She doesn't know uh, her preemptive this relationship is so hilarious with in so Wait, many ways. Wait, what did she say? It's, it's so fine. Much. They're not in the tower anymore. New new town, who did? I like <laughs> Lanfear Slay. I'm not, like, Egwene isn't there yet for me, but, like, Lanfear is slaying. She's going after sh- what she wants. Y'all saw look, how episode five ended. <laughs> look, Lanfear is one of the seen two most characters amazing characters the throat in the only series. one survived, so. Wait, what was that? Also, it was like, yeah. Sorry. I was uh, saying, well, Lanfear is was one of the most, one of the most amazing characters in this series. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Yep. I, I'm just saying, that's we, so far, do you see how she just that head off that horse? But that's man? the problem. I'm not saying we won't <laughs> grow to find out more information about her, but given what you just seen from episode five, are you going to say she's one of your favorite characters from what we just seen her she's do? Slaying. Especially I, she's slaying. She's literally slaying, Addison. Addison, you literally. cannot disagree that she is literally <laughs> slaying. <laughs> I agree with her. She, I like, after episode far. five, I was like, okay, girl, I get it. Because she could find people in their dreams, and I think that's an incredible capability. And I think she's so powerful and she is a girl after what she wants. She's been waiting on this time to find her man again. Okay, period. But for the same reason you like her, you dislike Rand. What are you talking about? She's been trying to find her man through whatever case may be, but you, you get mad at Rand for, for no, pursuing what you've been looking for. No, in, I'm in mad at Rand for the exact opposite no, no, reason. No, 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 Rand no, no, no. is not getting Egwene at any point in time. He's actually doing the opposite of Celine slash Lanfear. So, so in in somewhat defense of Lanfear, in season two we've seen two characters have their the their strength of throat tested, and only one survived, and it wasn't this guy. It wasn't this guy. No, don't fuck you. Do not. What's Son of a bitch! Why does this image just don't stand by like Justice that? Justice for Uno! <laughs> Justice for Uno! I'm out! I'm out! You got a bun, don't you? Fuck off! He does? A bun, right? You have the top knot. 
bro. A brother, you a brother of the bond. You don't do it like that. That's, That's crazy, man. Hey, it's not a top knot. It's just hanging down. And you know what? I know how to keep my mouth off of golden horns from invaders. Hey, so. all I'm gonna yeah. say is. For the disrespect that you just gave, brother, you know, when you eat a bag of beagles, make sure you chew fully before they go down the throat, all right? Chew fully. I don't want you to choke on one. Chew, crunch them all the way up before they go down. I don't want I'm expecting, I'm expecting any day now you, to wake um, up in a cold sweat and Guy Roberts just standing over me being like, it's funny mean, huh? <laughs> no, you know what? For that, for doing it twice this episode, Andrew, I wish you an entire box of Popeye's biscuits and no liquid. <laughs> I only put it up once. <laughs> this is all right, guys. Well, I think we are we are out of time here, but Man, thank you guys so much for coming on. This has been so much fun. Absolutely, uh, you guys are awesome, fantastic people, and this conversation has been full of absolute laughs, full of absolute facts, <laughs> and uh, you know, making me think about new things uh, and whatnot. So, so thank you so much for being here. Appreciate this has been you. great. Uh, do us a favor. Um, go ahead and tell us the the website and whatnot that we can find you at, as well as uh, if you have anything new and exciting going on uh, in the near future, so that we can get excited about that with you guys, and that you know anybody who's watching this episode can also get excited with you. No, so first and foremost, just shout out to BTP, man. It's been a lot of fun, the conversation that we had on this. So oh, first and foremost, you, before y'all do so anything, much. make sure if you are not subscribed, y'all subscribe to yes, BTP. Sir. And then uh, whenever y'all are done like having guys. a lot of fun there, man, just type in Everyday Negroes on your phone, man, on your YouTube, on do your it. browser. You can find us there, man. So that's do where we're right at. Super simple. Super simple. Excellent. Do it right now. Every Thursday. What is that? Or when do you get them out? Friday? Uh, We watch them live on Thursdays, but you know that, you know, that may vary depending on y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, look, look. It's Ahsoka on Wednesdays, Wheel of Time on Thursdays. I got okay. I got this. I'm organized. And then every day, every day Negroes and Black Tower podcasts on Fridays. Great. There it is. There, there, there it is. is. <laughs> and then us again on Sundays while the season's going on. For that's what fantasy draft. That's for, for a what fantasy other. league. Wow. Which, we have, which we've gotten goose egg one. in the last two weeks. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys, by the way, Everyday Negroes, I need you to join us in the fantasy league on season three. I'm just saying. Okay. okay. I didn't yeah. know about this fantasy yeah, league. I didn't well, know yeah, it's, off, man. yeah. So it's here's amazing. what's going to happen. It's so much fun. We'll, we'll have They're our gonna, people yeah, contact your people, which yeah. means uh, Josh will probably send you the information. Or, or super, professional. <laughs> super professional. Super professional. Um, shit. For us here at Black Tower Podcast, again, we cannot thank uh, you three enough for giving up some time to come and chat with us mega nerds about this TV show. Um, you have had some incredible insights. I've loved them. The discussion has been amazing. And the fact that we can disagree so much on things and still have a fun discussion yeah. is part of what makes this fandom so fantastic. Um, and the the ever going right in America for all of us to be wrong or right, whatever you think. <laughs> Just live your best life. Um, for, for us, if you're listening to this live or you're listening to this public, The Gathering Madness, again, is coming up at Evermore Park the weekend of October 14th. Uh, October 14th will be the day at Evermore Park. If you can get there on Friday, we'll be going to the We Geek Together game uh, 
game tavern, game bar. It's not really a tavern game or a bar, Florium. but it is. It is a gaming tavern. It is yeah, a gaming tavern, there. a non-alcoholic gaming tavern, uh, which is definitely it, on it brand is a non-alcoholic Utah. gaming tavern. Fucking yeah. Utah. I mean, it's in Utah, <laughs> yeah. so um, I'll take what I can get though. Yeah. So if you're going to be in and around the Ogden <laughs> that's what area of Utah, uh, let us know. Come and hang out. No, we ain't going. We want to stay there. <laughs> uh, go ahead and get your tickets for Evermore Park if you're going to try to be there in the afternoon hours on the 14th. They do sell out very fast in October. It is their busy time. Um, and, of course, they are so excited to have us there. And, of course, we get the park to ourselves with any of our guests from 11 until 4 p.m., uh, yep, Utah time, which is um, mountain time. Am mountain I right about time. that? Yep, mountain, mountain time. time. Mountain time. Mountain time. MST. Much Utah is absolutely flat, but there's also a lot of mountains. Anyway, mom's uh, for more information, blacktowerpod.com slash TGM, Tango Golf Mike, also known as The Gathering Madness. Come hang out. There's a bunch of people going to be there. Uh, and even if you can only stop by for a short amount of time, we want to see you there um, and bring your friends, bring your family. Uh, but don't bring your trouble. Bring everybody because they gather. You can't drink those away. Which, which is the opposite of hide your kids, hide your wife. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. don't bring your trouble even because though you those are your should. own property, child. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Ain't no troubles allowed at the Gathering Madness. That's yeah. facts. Hey, Only thanks so much times. for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for uh, behaving yourselves accordingly and receiving this week's Weekly Behaving. dose of madness. Uh, we love you. Uh, we thank, uh, we give a special thank you and shout out to the everyday Negroes. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Um, we hope wherever you are that you leave here just a little bit more insane than you were when you first <laughs> showed up. I have a feeling the taint is affecting the everyday Negroes oh. more than they thought it would. And now they're going to have to read. Uh, to find out why. And, yeah. uh, you say yeah. fake Jesus. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it not appropriate that our fake Jesus' favorite character is fake Jesus? Right. I think our fake Jesus does a miracle. I think our fake miracle of turning Coke into, into rum. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that has been Josh, your Sorvon Mahale. I have been Andrew, your Bajan Mahale. And to close things out, we have the Daniel, your Amon Khan Mahale. Always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Always a pleasure to hang out with these lovely people. And even more of a pleasure when we get wonderful, amazing guests. Uh, all of you have a lovely, amazing, wonderful morning. And in case we don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. In the shadow, always watching. Always running the show. Trouble just fitting in.